If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robert Washett, Nate Klaus. It's been a tough week in the state of Nebraska, and now you try to find a silver lining. We discussed you know, trying to set up your own schedule, the risk reward there, the other silver lining out there. And it's still a big if guys is spring football. Um, and the big 10 didn't even really say that's a possibility, but let's just say these schools are in such bad financial shape and that's what we're anticipating. It's going to be, and you could have close to full attendance by March or April. Uh, if there's a vaccine available at that point and the restrictions are lifted and you can have full stadiums and all the revenue coming in, you know, if you could get four to five home games in that situation um, just to make revenue to keep your lights on, um, is it worth it playing spring football? Or is the thought of playing 20 games from March to December, March to Thanksgiving, you know, a bigger safety risk than what's going on right now with the coronavirus? To me, it is not worth it. Uh, I mean, unless you're talking about just doing a couple of like, you know, throw away exhibition games here and there. But the idea of trying to play anywhere remotely close to a full season in the spring uh, and still keep your fall schedule uh, intact, uh, that's it's not doable. And in this whole movement uh, with the guise of player safety surrounding it, that is like the total antithesis of player safety to put student athletes in that physically demanding uh, situation where you're having to play power five football for that long in a calendar year uh and what's interesting you know paul chris at wisconsin has a pretty unique perspective on all this so keep in mind he was uh coaching in the world league if you remember with old mike riley back in the day uh and he had so they played in the spring and he had players that went from that world league season to nfl mini camps or whatever you want to call it uh later that fall and the physical toll those guys went through they, they could not make it through the season like if they physically could not make it through and so that, those were professionals now you're talking about amateur student athletes having to go through that same grind you're going to get guys hurt you're going to end careers and you're going to basically throw off your entire development of players just to rush and slap some games and then you're going to basically say money is important that's exactly what it is that's all about money at that point and so if you do insist on playing in the spring, you cannot have a scheduled 
fall season the way it is now. You have to push the 2021 fall season back to where maybe you're playing in December or something like that. And then slowly you inch your way back to having a normal uh, athletic calendar. Because right now uh, it would be the most hypocritical thing of all time for the Big Ten to put their student athletes in that situation uh, while also trying to talk about how the only thing they care about is their safety. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, if it's truly about a player safety issue, uh, surrounding the coronavirus, there's, there's just no way you can ask uh, any of these any of these kids essentially to go play the spring and then play in the fall. Um, it would have to be you'd have to have two modified seasons. Uh, you know, a handful of games in the spring, in my opinion, at least a handful of games in the spring, and then a very modified fall schedule to even remotely come close to making it work. And I, I just don't see any way that uh, that it's feasible. And that's just that's just from a, a physical toll. And then you're, I mean, you start talking about eligibility of players. You know, what what about the guys that are set to graduate in December? Um, you are you asking them to to then come and play still in the spring? Um, leading up to the the NFL draft, I mean the NFL doesn't care. They're not going to change their draft and 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 move, you know, re- rearrange things because some some conferences and in, in the NCAA want to play in the spring. Um, I mean, it just it raises way more questions than than uh, it would even remotely come close to answering, in my opinion. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. I um, mean, we're talking spring football. Ryan Day, Ohio State's head coach, told The Athletic that he thinks starting the first week of January would be the best way to go and have an eight-week season. But how do we know the problems that are going on right now well, that's the thing. are, are going to be gone at that point? And, you know, I, we haven't even brought this up. But what what is – I mean, what is your reaction to – by the way, Big Ten teams can't play football, but we're going to still be in a 20-hour week where you're allowed to lift yeah, weights six you hours practice. a week. You still practice. still be around each other in the locker room. You still be in the weight room together. And you can have walk-through, basically the mini camp. You can have a 20-hour week with mini camp practices, no helmets. Um, but, you know, how is that safe well, at that point? Because the disease is obviously only spread through football games. Not practices or, or meetings or anything like that. You have Only to games. have full pads on right, to, right. to get it. I, I think the pads actually spread the disease faster. Oh, okay. So anyway, okay. That's, why, I tw- they, so I that's tweet- why they couldn't practice with pads. I tweeted that out um, from Barry Alvarez when he said that on the BTN, and I have never had a tweet. You know when you can quote tweet and show comments? It, there were there were like 600 people that quote tweeted it with comments just like what the hell are they talking about like this makes no I mean people are like furious nationally that you're going to tell these kids I can't play football but they can practice and lift still 20 hours a week it, it makes no sense and so there's there's that issue to it like I mean it just seems like there's no guidance at all and no reasoning behind what they're doing but the other big issue that clearly is not being talked about enough is what teams are going to do with scholarships. I mean, to sit there and carry over an entire scholarship class into the spring while also having early enrollees. I mean, are guys not going to be able to enroll? Are junior college players not going to be able to enroll uh, for, for the spring semester? Are they going to have everybody push that back? Uh, I mean, the, the, the consequences for teams that are already struggling to even fund athletic departments, now you have to keep an entire separate class on scholarship for the spring while bringing in a new scholarship. I mean, that, that the, the, the financial demands of that seem outstanding to me. And it's not just to me, it's not just about the seniors, you know, giving those guys an extra year of eligibility, but you know, everybody else in the roster too. I mean, you're taking away an opportunity for them to play, you know, a lot of guys for them to, to play in at least four games before they redshirt. 
Um, it and even you know, let's say you're a redshirt junior. Um, you, you are you not going to ha- get an extra year back? Um, you know, I, I think you have to give everybody an extra year of eligibility, not just the seniors. So that's a problem that carries on for for four or five more years then on your entire roster. And you, you think about 2021, Nebraska is supposed to play in Ireland on week zero, meaning they would open up fall camp that year, essentially August 1st around that. I don't have the, uh, you'd have to back count the dates, but it might even be like July 30th. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, when you break in all the practices and the travel to Ireland, how does that, if you play a spring season that goes through May, how do you go to Ireland and start fall camp in late July? Again, it doesn't, healthy, you it doesn't make sense, and it is not in the best interest of student-athlete safety and health, which apparently to Kevin Warren is the number one priority. So uh, it just goes to show you that there, there's no plan. I mean, they don't know what they're doing. I think they're just saying spring football just to delay the inevitable, that yeah. they're going to cancel football for the entire 2020-21 academic year and just punt in, in true Big Ten fashion from their own 30-yard line, or from the, the opponent's 30-yard line. This wasn't even a fourth down punt. Yeah. This was like a third down this punt. This was like a third down, like at the pooch punt with the quarterback. Remember when they played Pitt in 04? You, you weren't working with me back then, but uh, Joe Flacco or yes. Keith Falco, they had two quarterbacks that were like Falco and Flacco, both for Pitt, and they, mm-hmm. they were punting on third down against Nebraska. Yeah, in one of the worst football games ever played, but that's a side point. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I'm not – I'm not even going to like put any thought into spring football because, in my opinion, it's not going to happen. The Big Ten has shown nothing to have the organizational skills or leadership to be able to put that together in a successful manner. And basically, it's just another uh, carrot being dangled for teams and fans to get, to get their hopes up and stay tuned when eventually they're just going to cancel it and go on to 2021 as if nothing happened. Yeah, they're kicking the can down the road and just trying to delay the inevitable trying to keep everybody from you know kind of staying in line and like you like you said robin you know keep kissing the ring um you know for for this fall and we'll take f- your 55 million and shut up yeah but basically don't take it this year by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you don't get it this year yeah it's, it's there's no way in my opinion there's no just no way that that f- spring football is feasible if you're going to go ahead and, and play a full regular schedule the next fall January will be interesting. If, if that, I, I don't know how you do it. Um, if in this cl- in this climate and play traditional football in January. Well, I don't understand what teams are going to do with these players. Sure, they're allowed to practice, but Monday Scott Frost said it didn't make any sense for Nebraska to continue practicing if they weren't going to play football this fall. And so, well, what do these student athletes do? What does like an Omar Manning, who you know works so hard to get on campus and make sure that he's ready to play, now he doesn't get to play football for? however many months i mean if you want to talk about the well-being of the student athlete what's the mental toll of this well and then the testing too i mean do you like are they going to test i mean if you're not playing ball why would you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on testing and protocols right now and think about all the like who cares at this point Yeah, exactly yeah um and i feel bad for like all the the incoming freshmen or the the true freshmen that are on campus that graduated early guys that gave up their you know their spring sports their their prom uh, playing in any you know all-star game or shrine bowl type of event you know they they sacrificed all that only to 
for what? I mean, for for to to be able to to be on campus and, and get what uh, twelve, probably twelve credit hours early before your your eligibility really kicked in. I, I just I feel for all, a lot of those younger guys that that sacrifice so much to get on campus early for nothing. All right, we have a mailbag coming up. Uh, I haven't actually delved dove into the question, so I'll be curious what we get on that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.